Welcome to Into the Fire, a Burning Coal Theatre Company podcast series. Hi, this is Jerome Davis. I'm the Artistic Director of Burning Coal Theatre Company in Raleigh, North Carolina. But today we're recording our podcast uh, here uh, in Dublin, Ireland, on the campus of Trinity College. Um, With me today are my guests, uh, Marie Devitt, who is the head of the Pathways program uh, for people with uh, intellectual disabilities, and Geraldine McGuire, who is the head of investment operations, operations at Fidelity Investments, also here in Dublin. Ladies, thank you for joining us on our podcast today. Uh, let me start with you, Marie. If you could explain for our listeners a little bit about what the Pathways program is involved with. So um, we run a two-year certificate program in Trinity College for people with intellectual disabilities. That course um, covers a wide range of modules across the two years. So the um, at the end of the program, my role uh, as Pathways Coordinator is to link the course with business partners so that our students can then move from graduating from the course into employment afterwards, internships and employment. Uh So as Pathways Coordinator, I am the link basically between Trinity College and the business community. And tell me about the uh, studies of the students who go through the Pathways program. What what types of material are they studying? So they study, uh, so it's called the Certificate in Arts, Science and Inclusive Applied Practice. So they cover art subjects, so expressive arts, poetry, film studies. Mm. Um, they also do STEM subjects, uh, maths, numeracy. They do um, a work placement module. And then in second year, there's a very strong focus on business subjects. So they do marketing, they do entrepreneurial skills. Um, they also have occupational therapy support every, uh, at every stage of the program. So that is both in lecture format and one-on-one occupational therapy meetings. Um, We do disability rights to ensure that students are empowered by the end of the program to to be aware of their rights um, and to have the confidence to navigate the world knowing what their, I suppose, entitlements are Mm -hmm. and um, how to maximize uh, opportunities for themselves. Do you find that they they lack that that particular knowledge? Yes, I think when when the students come into us, um, often they do lack confidence. They lack um, uh, an awareness of um, you know of what opportunities are open to them mm. and uh, rights as and well. And rights, exactly. Yeah. So, um, what we try and do is is give them you know that they are aware they have a disability, but the fact is that's only part of who they are. So they the key is to I suppose own it and and then make that. Um, part of their life and how they develop later on and, and, and to be confident to know that they are capable of whatever they want in life. So they are capable, if they want to work, that's an option. If they want to do further education, that's also an option. If they want to do neither, that's also right. an option. <laughs> I don't have that option, actually. But to, and, and so uh, so who, uh, who teaches these uh, courses for these young people? So we have, we have a very we have a small team working here in the centre itself. There's five uh, core staff here, um, but the teaching is from subject experts across Trinity College. Mm-hmm. So, for example, there is a language and society module, and the lecturer for that is a lecturer in languages from the School of Education. So, 
she teaches on this program, but it, she also teaches master's students, PhD, doctoral students, um, teacher uh, teacher training programs. Mm -hmm. So it's it's the fact is they are experts in their field and they adapt their teaching to suit different types of learners. So, so it's been very empowering for them as well. The pathway students are not uh, necessarily integrated into the main student body. At, uh, at any time or, or they uh, for certain for certain subjects they they would be so um, they did a sign language module with mm. um, with students from occupational therapy I degree see. course and yeah. um, they also do some work in the sports center there's a health um, health promotion part of the course and some of the uh, teaching is is shared with um, I think it's actually occupational therapy students again, but they, they share the, the um, practical aspect of the mm -hmm. course. It, it varies. So a lot of their teaching will be on the main campus. So they are integrating with um, mm -hmm. the main student body all the time through, you know, being in the cafes, being in the sports center, being mm -hmm. in the library. Um, and, uh, you know, here and there they do, they do share subjects, only if it's appropriate though. How do the, how do the, the student, the, uh, main body of students uh, respond to them. Have, have you got a sense of that yet? Very, well, I mean, very well. So we we are integrating more and more with um, the main student body. So mm -hmm. there is a, a a student mentor support system in college for all students. But we now have our um, our students included in that. So we would have volunteer mentors to work with the students when they start to help them settle into college life. Um, show them around campus and that kind of thing. So the reaction has been has been very good. We also have some students who have volunteered to help with um, study sessions. I see. We have one girl who comes in and uh, supports one of our students every week with his um, assignments. Yeah. So just to kind of just to sit with the student and and, and help advise them. Mm -hmm. So there's been I, I suppose we're trying to get more awareness even amongst the student body. Yeah. that we're here good and actually um, a couple of weeks ago we were approached by the Trinity student managed fund which is an investment fund run by students of Trinity and they heard about us just by chance and have donated um, donated nice. 3,000 euros to to us and have said you know that's going to be a, an annual thing that's well. terrific so that's yeah. by the students Sure. Which is amazing. Sure, and they came to you with that. They came you to us, have to yeah. go. But yeah. you do have partners. Uh, you this year you said you had 22, 24, 24 partners. partners mm -hmm. And yeah. and uh, who are some of those? Do you mind? So we have um, we have partners across a, a range of industries. We have Abbott Ireland. We have Fidelity Investments, which is our number one sitting opposite me. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> we have a number of banks. So we have Bank of Ireland. We have Permanent TSP. Uh, we have we have a number of aircraft leasing companies. So um, Avalon, GE Capital Aviation Services. Mm -hmm. um, we have companies, international companies like Intel um, and Janssen Sciences Ireland. Um, and the, the, the partners are, are growing uh, all the time. So where in the beginning, when we were trying to get people to sign up, it may have been difficult to convince them that this was a viable uh, program. Now more and more, our partners are all talking to each other mm -hmm. and the more big names, I suppose, that we have involved, 
the more um, everyone wants to get involved. Exactly, sure, and exactly. uh, Geraldine McGuire, uh, why do you think uh, Fidelity wanted to get involved with this particular project? Well, actually, it came across. It's interesting. We had a, a mutual uh, connection introduced TCPID to ourselves, and we were setting up the Enable Group within Fidelity, which is the um, special group for looking after people with you know, special needs or challenges. Um, and it was just at the same time, so we met up with Marie, uh, Marie and that and the team and we started to meet some of the students and we were just bowled over by you know, the opportunities it gave to us because I think everybody is looking for some sort of diversification. You know, we, we've certainly got the cultural diversification, we've got the geographical diversification and I think what we saw there was that there was an opportunity there to get people in who had different skill sets and different challenges who could actually, you know, be a benefit to the you know, students, but particularly be a benefit to the teams ourselves within mm -hmm. Fidelity. And it's interesting, since we've got you know, Darina, who's the student who has joined us, we have seen the team grow closer together. We've seen you know, a much more open and you know, greater awareness of the benefits of what life provides for everybody. Why is but that happening? I think it's because people look and they realise, Darina comes in and she is full of smiles, she likes working there. She comes in on the basis of, I like coming into my job. I like getting up in the morning. Very few of us, after <coughs> too many years of work, yeah. you know, haven't developed the cynical of, do I have to get up? It's a cold, wet morning. Right. Doreena goes, it's a cold, wet morning. I can get into work. Mm -hmm. And everybody, that's just infectious. I think if you come in and you feel people, no matter how down you are, you get somebody who has a big smile on their face, you go, life's not that bad. Life's good. And what I like in particular is that when Doreena came in, she was so quiet and so shy that um, she wouldn't go out and get coffee for herself in right. the, the restaurant or the canteen we have. Um, and the team have actually closed together around her. And you find even though we have different teams within the overall department, they've started to come together because they're going out for coffee with Darina, they're going out for you know, lunch with Darina, to the extent that now they're going out for drinks in the evening time, they have you know, the staff drinks or that, which I'm not invited to, but Doreen is invited to. And Doreen turns up to every single one, and I just love that idea. That's fantastic. And you know, it was only actually this week that I happened to be walking through the, um, the uh, coffee dock, and I noticed Doreen there, and there were two girls, both of whom are interns, and have joined us less than a week ago. And there was nobody else with Doreen but the two girls, and they were chatting away like mm. mad. And I thought, that's fantastic. Mm. Because to see you know, people who come in and just don't even see any difference. Yeah. And they just sit down, they're talking about, did you see what was on television the other night? Mm -hmm. you know, did you hear that this is happening outside? Did you hear this event is going on? And I just think, you know, I, and I literally walked out with my cup of coffee with a smile on my face thinking, yeah, that's lovely to see. Yeah, yeah. And it's been an education, I think, for you know, Darina, but it's mm -hmm. been so much more of an education for the people in there. I was going to ask, did you expect uh, this kind of result when you first began the relationship? Uh, I think I would have hoped for it to be half as good. I would mm -hmm. never have expected it. I think it's more than exceeded mm -hmm. the, the hopes that I had. I certainly would have expected that Darina would have settled in and that we you know, would have had a, a job for her. I certainly would have expected that a couple of people would certainly have embraced mm -hmm. the whole situation. But I think the impact it's had on the team is the bit that surprised me. Mm. Um, I think to see so many people, and people who I've seen be fairly quiet in themselves, and not necessarily, like, would mix but not as much, have come out of their shells so much to embrace this opportunity, and mm. that's what I see. I think Doreen has brought the best out in people. You know, we, we have a similar uh, experience at our theatre 
Uh, my wife and I founded the theater on the idea that it would be mostly uh, local actors, you know, North Carolina-based actors and artists, but that we would bring from other places like New York or Chicago professionals to work with them. And we had the idea that the professionals would raise the the level of uh, talent and enthusiasm for the for the practice for the local people, but we didn't anticipate the opposite happening mm -hmm. and it has happened at, at least as much as the professionals are kind of reminded why they went into the business in the first place yeah so so that's something we we share uh do you have and you may or may not have discussed this with your partner here but uh, <laughs> do you have um a vision for where you can go from here like what else could be done assuming more partners were attained and that sort of thing uh, not necessarily the vision for what tcpid can do because i think I, I really do think that you know, the opportunities there are huge and certainly the thing that has struck me is the number of people in the company in ireland even who have come to me saying that they have friends family mm. who weren't even aware that an institution such as tcpid existed and who now feel that there are opportunities for their family members or friends of that, and have you've know, been asking for your know, details from that? So I think that you know there is definitely a need out there. I think the even without the need, I think there is such um, a blessing to have a, a group that can actually give you know people the belief and the dreams for the future, mm -hmm. because we cannot. Nobody has the right to stop that for anybody. Mm -hmm. And I think you know what I love about Trinity. College, the, the group that here that they do, is that they actually open our eyes to not just say that is absolutely we'd embrace this, but to embrace it so much that we actually forget that it's actually there, that there's yeah. any difference yeah. there. And I think that's it huge. It becomes part of the normal yeah. way. I mean, to be honest with you, if somebody came up to us and said to us, do you have somebody with an intellectual disability? I'd go, um, oh yes, actually <laughs> we do. I think that's, that's powerful yeah. because I don't notice, yeah, no. and I don't think most other groups, uh, certainly nobody in the department notices. Um, so I think that that's where you know, it yeah. must go, and we really have to get this bigger, in, whether yeah. through franchise or otherwise, yeah. it has to be so that there are more yeah. people can get access to this. Well, that yeah. was going to be my next question for, for you, Marie. Is this a, a, a model that can be replicated uh, in other places, or, or has that process begun already? That, so the process has begun because... Um, you know, there are a few courses around the country, maybe under 10, you know, who are doing types of programs for people with intellectual disabilities, but not as formatted, structured, I suppose, mm -hmm. as ours. Yeah. So we, um, we were lucky enough, we got some funding from, it's called the Social Innovation Fund Ireland. Mm -hmm. And so it's a kind of a government funded charity program. Right. And that allowed us to hire a national coordinator for the TCPID and his role is to go and meet the other um, universities yeah. talk to them about the program and for those who are interested to you know ultimately share the learning share best practice and allow them the opportunity to create similar programs and um, that are badly badly needed around the country mm -hmm. so we have at the moment um, we have people traveling from out a lot from outside of Dublin, mm -hmm. um, traveling an hour, an hour and a half, and sometimes more to get into the course this every day. Program, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. But if there were more options in other p parts, um, it would just mean that you know it, it can spread countrywide, mm -hmm. which is really important. Yeah. Um, obviously, the fact that it's in Trinity College is a huge 
draw for people because a lot of times even Darina I think she had a you know her her, her father I think might have gone to Trinity so people have a, a a link with being in the city center in this beautiful campus and I had not uh, realized but you're sort of a sister college to Oxford and Cambridge in England is that uh, that's is right, that that's right. Yeah. Yeah. certainly yeah. Yeah. you certainly they would be linked you yeah. would talk with them in the same breath. Really. In the same breath. I mean, and probably know, Sorbonne and France and things yeah, like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are some pretty good schools. So. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> so if you're doing this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's, we hope that um, obviously the more, the more um, we can embed the program and make people aware of it. And that's happening very much through the partners as well because, you know, it filters out to, um, to other other networks that people have with mm-hmm. their, you know, in their personal life and in their companies. So the word is getting out that this program exists, and that means it will encourage other universities to to do the same. Mm-hmm. So funding is a big issue, you know, always for yeah. every course, sure. uh, because it, it's it's seen as an extra thing. What we're hoping is that, and we're working on it, is that maybe ultimately there'll be government funding for programs like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is going on as we speak. You know, uh, one of my colleagues is doing a lot of work. Um, right. With that, it might take years, though. And so. to an extent, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Really, is that if you can get enough of the larger companies, mm-hmm. you know, who will you know, certainly come behind yeah. the pressure on the government so as to provide the funds, yeah. then it becomes easier. Where, and I think that's where the name of Trinity has given a huge level of credibility. Sure because people will understand and recognize it rather than okay this this unit doing some work it is no this is trinity and i think that that's the first thing that people link into and then you get the ernst and young you get the fidelity you get you're the large names the abbots you're the some of the large aircraft leasing companies and behind it Mm -hmm. you the government has to sit up and take notice they have to and and they you know we're we're making sure we we talk about it all the time we you know (laughs) all of our partners talk about it a lot as well because it is such, you know, there's such a huge impact happening right. with this. So it's it's making it's making a big difference to attitudes, which is most important. But also, it's allowing these young people to really, really shine where before they may have had, you know, little opportunities. Right, they were kept uh, out of sight and out of mind. Yeah, uh, and and I, c- I guess the key is, you know, they're so capable of work, and you know, Margaret and Maylin, who you met earlier, have always had that capability but needed um, an introduction in to a company so they were you know had applied for lots of jobs in the past and hadn't on their own been able to yeah. uh, get past it you know that sometimes to get into a company it might be an online application system where you never see the person yeah. um, so what we're doing is just introducing mm-hmm. and providing the support and providing the matching and then they they show them their skills themselves so yeah. It's 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 kind of a a step a stepping stone that we're helping with, but really the people themselves are. are but that's been huge talent. for us certainly is the help that has been provided for Marie and by Barbara, the occupational therapist, because when Darina started, you know, our concerns would be okay. What can you? Mm-hmm. Uh, what would be too much with regard to pressure to put on Darina in the first few days, the first few weeks, the first few months? Right. And you know, as we started to get you know, obviously to know Darina better, and we wanted to do more. You know, we would certainly in the first probably six to twelve months have run it by saying, look, mm-hmm. is it okay if we do this, if we give her this? Mm-hmm. And that's where the help has been invaluable to us. And equally, after about, I think, three or four months, you came in mm-hmm. to visit Rena in the office as yeah. well. 
and you yeah. could you know get a feeling and you could link in with Doreena if she has any concerns exactly. so it has provided an open communication for us really and I, I think it gives um, a sense of you know security for for businesses that there is you know they're not just on their own trying to do that you know that we are here as was with the background and the expertise to support all the way through mm -hmm. with the internships so um in the beginning and in pre, you know pre pre uh, starting there's a lot of work done at the early stages stages there's probably a lot of meetings a lot of support but that eases off over time and mm -hmm. you know now i you know i meet jer for for coffees and we have <laughs> chat and i meet Darina as well for mm -hmm. the coffee and 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 you know how are you getting on and everything and it's just filling me in on her day she doesn't she doesn't need me anymore as such right. um she's moved beyond me <laughs> yeah. but still keep well, in that's touch, what a teacher wants exactly. uh, right yeah. uh, that's uh, I, I was just going to ask one last question if you don't mind uh, uh, because I come from the art world uh, I notice that uh, that the curriculum includes uh, as well as uh, uh, you know marketing and uh, uh, stem uh, topics uh, poetry is mm -hmm. is there on the list and expressive arts, which yes. I assume has to do with performing, uh, yes. performing arts yeah. in some way. Um, let's let's look at poetry just for a second. What? Why is that on the curriculum? How does that help the young the young people? Um, are you comfortable answering that, or is that? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be very knowledgeable on poetry, sadly, but it actually all of these subjects are do provide a huge sense of learning for the students. In addition to you know the other subjects, and mm -hmm. and some of them may struggle with, with the more artistic subjects, um, but but it's to develop creativity, uh -huh. to develop an appreciation for um, for poetry and mm -hmm. for film studies. Um, a lot of time the poetry would be selected for poetry linking with disability, mm -hmm. and and you know and how so much there is so much out there. Um, in that subject area, and mm. you know these uh, young people mightn't have been aware of it. Um, it's it's definitely a lot of them say that their favourite module is actually the poetry. Yeah. You know, so it is. It's it allows them. I suppose some of them are very creative, very interested in writing their own poetry. Mm -hmm. So they they get a chance to to kind of um, develop that. We have mm. one um, student who was interested in getting to know about the um, English. Uh, degree program on campus and I mean studying on a few creative writing classes yeah. things like that so it just allows it just means that they have a wide range of of areas that they have a chance to mm -hmm. to, to thrive in there's something uh, in uh, all art I think but particularly in poetry and um, maybe in drama as well that that has to do with the ab abstract thinking mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. with uh, looking at one thing and and drawing from that something else yeah. although the poem may be about a, a tree or a flower it is also about me and yeah. here's why and and that kind of abstract thinking I think uh, is uh, um, is something that's going to become more and more useful for more and more people as our culture transitions away from the the physical labor yeah. mode of the 19th century and into the more intellectual uh, uh, mode of the digital age and the uh, 21st century. And it's, you know, in, in <coughs> relation to um, developing a skill for that, it's, it's about communication skills are developed. So the expressive arts 
sailor and about you know body and and expressing yourself or uh -huh. which helps for presentations yeah so the students have to do a lot of presentations so the expressive arts module helps them with that mm -hmm. even with you know what to do with your hands and how to stand and to look confident sure. and so there's there's so much learning uh that filters into other yeah. skills as well yeah. and you know it's a really core part as you can see there are a lot of uh, of subjects on yeah. it that film, are art. film studies, film studies is, is yeah. another sure. favorite sure and then there's like another one, disaster, emergency and disaster management, which is it's a great one. I love That's that. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never know when that yeah. might come in handy. Um, would uh, Geraldine, would you like to say anything to, uh, at the end of the podcast about uh, Fidelity's work here? I think, to be honest with you, when we engaged first about a year and a half ago, as I said, I, I couldn't have expected it to be as successful as has, as it has been. It's interesting. One of the things that has stuck us is that you, know, as we um, are hiring in new people, in particular that the generation of today want to make sure that we are diverse, yeah. want to make sure that yeah. we embrace all opportunities. It's very important to them. And that has been so commented on by the people who have come into us as interns, as, you know, new starters of that. And I think, if anything, the I've learned more from the last few months of working with Marie and with the group here and having Doreen in there than I have learned in the last 20 years. Not about intellectual yeah. disability, but with, with regards to the opportunities and just how much we cannot shut people down because we book them into one particular category. It's very easy to forget and that the, the, not everyone has the same opportunities. That absolutely, we and you know, I think that you know, certainly what it has done for you know, Fidelity and what it has done for the team you know, could not be put into words even. It has been so strong, and I think we've been blessed to have Trinity see TCPID you know, as partner here and I really would like to see that grow so much in so many different areas and so many different countries because I think it yeah. is invaluable that we do not lose the power of yeah. the people that are being uh, you know, serviced or looked exactly. after here. And I think the key is, you know, we're, we're doing it, we're very conscious that we're doing it carefully and we're doing it slowly. So we're growing, but we're, we're not going to get so big that we lose what's special yeah. about it. Because I think, you know, it would be very easy for us to have 200 partners say, right. and and to not have a proper relationship with each yeah. one. What we want is to make this really just so strong and so impactful that every partner has, you know, we, we know you so well and we have this, a close relationship and we work really closely together to make a meaningful impact every time. Um, and you know, obviously we, um, we're we blessed as well to be working with, with Fidelity. It has exceeded my expectations as well because um it's grown from you know the initial meeting to having Darina there likely to be made permanent it's going to be and workshops and you know IT skills training and all of this extra stuff that has happened and friendship really actually it's interesting yeah. I'm sorry I won't delay too much but sure. one of the things is one of our technology we have a large technology presence here in Ireland and one of our senior technologists came to me there the other day and she said that she'd actually come over to do some initial training with uh, the students here for this year. And she said she has never had so much fun <laughs> since she starts in Fidelity. And she said it has given her such a sense of purpose. Yeah. And she said that the whole month, let alone day, was uplifted because of Aww. the experience she had with that. And she's bringing the mm -hmm. students in the next couple of months. You know, to have that impact on people. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a general acceptance of the idea that work and fun are two separate activities. Yeah. Uh, so to bring it into your, your work, it must yeah. be uh, worth more than uh, 
then we could calculate. Mm -hmm. uh, Marie, Devitt, uh, Geraldine, uh, McGuire, uh, both of you are uh, doing God's work, as we say, in the <laughs> United States, and we appreciate your joining us for our podcast uh, today. Thank Best you. wishes uh, uh, on the Pathways program going Thank forward. You. Thank you very much. Thank you. So Thank you. Thank you for listening. Our production of Churchill's Shorts, two short plays by Carol Churchill, will run from June 20th through June 30th at the Contemporary Art Museum in Raleigh. For tickets or for more information, visit us online at burningcoal.org or give us a call at 919-834-4001.